What's up, everybody, and welcome to the K-Pop Kimchi Podcast, where we love spicy kimchi, and we also love hot and spicy K-Pop takes. I am your host, Justin Turneau. I'm with my co-host, Brian Limper. Dude, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Starting a little earlier than we did last week, so I'm a little more awake. Yeah, I know. I'm a little more awake, too. It's 12.02 a.m., so to start this episode off... It's a way. I never want to start an episode ever again, but I got to talk about it just because it was so recent. Um, Sully, formerly from FX and in SM Entertainment, took her own life a couple days ago at the age of 25. She left us way too early, and we don't want to talk a lot about it, but I just got to say, rest in peace, Sully. Our thoughts and prayers are with you, your family, friends, and, and just everything. It's It's so sad what happened, but we hope that there can be some good from this and that people can learn if they need help, if they need stuff done, that they can find it and that we won't see anything like this happen again. This one's dedicated to you, Sully. This one's dedicated to you, Sully. Getting to our episode this week, we are going to talk about some girl groups. Shocker, right? Back to the old bread and butter. Bra- the old soup bone. Back to the old soup bone. We're going to talk about some girl groups And not just girl groups, but girl groups that have debuted over the past two years that we really like. And we know there's more than what we're going to talk about, but we're just going to pretty much mention the ones we listen to the most, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we were just going to do the ones from this year, but, you know, it'd give a little more content if we did the last, well, this year and last year. Because there's a couple more groups we liked last year that are like, really big groups that we stand so we just threw them all together here looking back at the ones from last year too there were some like you said some pretty big ones that we really really like a lot so we figured we would have to include them include them in our list we couldn't leave those groups out so our first group we're going to talk about is one that we've mentioned many times before many times i'm so excited nine Woo! from us nine yay now they actually were Actually, a couple of the groups on this list were created off of uh, survival shows. Like that's like a big thing in Korea. If you guys weren't aware of that, but they were created from the survival show Idol School. The show aired in 2017, but they were formed in 2018, right? Yeah, they released a song with Idol School, but it wasn't technically their actual debut. Their actual debut song was Too Heart," and they debuted on January 24th, 2018. And they are, like the name from us nine, a nine-member group with Jisun, Hayoung, Serum, Cheyoung, Nakyoung, Jiwon, Soyeon, Jian, and Gyuri. I'm sorry for all the terrible pronunciations, but those are the members, and we love each and every one of them so much. Who was, uh, who would you say is your favorite member of From Us Nine? I definitely gotta say my bias in From Us Nine is Serum, and... I saw them on a weekly Rumsay. idol. Rumsay, yes. I Rumsay. saw them on a weekly idol episode with another group. I think it was with like Priston V or something. That's why I was watching it. And they were kind of the opening group to talk about. And I didn't know anything about who they were, but they were really fun and really funny. And Serum was kind of, you know, how a bias chooses you. She stood out the most. She's lovely. She's super talented. And she's pretty much been my bias even after really liking From Us Nine a lot and learning all the other members. But Serum is my bias. 
who is yours? Well, I can confirm that he did tell me about her before we even knew who Promise Night was. So. Long time ago. Well, I guess not that long ago, but I did say, like, hey, that one was my favorite. <laughs> he did say that. I had no idea who she was either. We actually didn't know until we looked into Promise Night and we rewatched the episode. But uh, my favorite is G1. She's just loud and obnoxious and energetic and bubbly, and it's the best. Jiwon so. has, like, the most crazy energy I've ever seen of any idol, maybe ever. Oh, yeah, she's awesome. The best is, like, when you watch the videos, they're, like, the unhelpful guides to the members, and it's just videos of her running around screaming. It's so funny, because that's really what she does, just run around and scream. She, she definitely seems like that's not an act at all. That's, like, her normal personality personality even if there was no cameras or a show or anything it seems like she would just be like that all the time oh yeah it's so great they're, they're so funny like they're uh they're from us nine tv or channel nine of their little like uh i guess reality series you know or like the little things that they do they're all so funny and they're all such different personalities but they're all so good together that they're like it's just the perfect mixture they are so good on from us tv because wait, is that what it's called? From TV? Channel nine. Channel nine. Channel nine. That's way better. But they're so good on channel nine because they really just do the most random stuff. And even if they're not on a comeback or promoting any type of music or anything, they just still put out videos of them playing games or just like taking a vacation. And it's just it's so funny just to watch them do normal stuff because they don't even do anything crazy. They're just like playing a game or just chilling in a house. Yeah, if you haven't looked into any stuff with their content or looked up any of the girls, I highly suggest you do it. They're uh, probably my second favorite group overall after CLC. Like, I'm super into Promise 9. Who's your bias wrecker in Promise 9? Oh, man. It's tough. It's a, it's a tough one. Uh, I do know the first member that I was uh, I thought was my bias was uh, Geary. I still really like Geary, but... She uh, got overtaken by G1. But if I had to pick a bias record, probably... Oh, there's so many of them. They're all just bias records. They really are. They're so... It's one of those groups that it's hard to even have, like, a single bias just because we watch so much stuff. Yeah, at any given time, it's just any one of them could be my bias record. Like, I've told you about so many different stuff that included, like, different members. So it's not, like, one single member. It's, like, all of them on the given day is my bias record. It's, it's really true. It's really true. I remember times, like, there was, like, Ha Young when she was playing at the arcade. That was the day I was like, man, this is, she's coming in to wreck my bias. Or the one where Soyeon and Nak Young were making ramen in their, like, their right. house. Just devastating. I was like, oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. I think I think all of all of you are just my favorite biases in all of, all of K-pop. I'm not even kidding. There's times I'm like, Fromos 9 is the greatest K-pop group in the world, and... No one can surpass them. I, I do have a soft spot for uh, Gian Demakne because she's just savage and doesn't care, and it's just the funniest thing ever. What did she say when they were eating? And one of their episodes, they're like eating outside, and she said some something to someone, and it was so savage and so funny. But I just don't remember what it was. Do you remember oh, what it was? Yeah, she didn't say it. Someone told Jisun to eat her vegetables so she could grow taller. And Jiwon laughed at it, and Jiwon uh, looked down at it and was like, "What are you laughing at?" Because she's also <laughs> one of the shortest members in the group. So, oh yeah, 
She just, it's just, she's one of those machnes that just has the like really short, snippy comments, but they're just, just so no funny. filter, just no filter. She just she's, says whatever she wants. She's just one of those savage machnes that really is pretty much the boss of, of everyone. And My she, other favorite moment is they'd like pick rooms for something based off like what type of music they liked. And she like went upstairs to the hip hop room and she was laying there waiting for someone else to show up. And the first member that showed up in her room was Jiwon. And her only response to her was she looked up at her and just goes, if you weren't here, I'd have this room all to myself. And that's all she said. <laughs> and it's so funny because the other rooms had like like three people and they were like packed and had one tiny bed. And that was like a giant room with two beds and she was still mad about her. She's like, I'd have this room all to myself. It wasn't, wasn't for you. And then oh, they yeah. like celebrated Jiwon's birthday there. <laughs> Yeah, it was a good time. Such a good episode. Now, okay, so we talked about the debut. If you guys don't remember from last, was it last week? No, two weeks ago, when we were talking about comebacks. Their uh, latest comeback was on June 4th, and that's when they came back with fun. And it's a really good song. Everyone needs to check out Fun. It really represents From Us Nine really well, just because they are a fun group and they really show it in this song. And the music video is so funny. It is. It's hilarious because they pretty much endorse a bunch of brands that are ripping off other brands, and they just put From Us Nine or something in the brand. And it's just it's so it's so hilarious. It suited it suited them really well. It was really good. Uh, the other song I'm going to throw out there just because we're talking about uh, Promise Night and how much we love them is uh, Love Bomb, which is, we've told said before, is probably one of the, one of my top five favorite songs that I've ever heard. That's an all-time K-pop song right there. That came out last last October, so we're actually come we're a little over a year from when well, it actually, came yeah, out you're right. on October like 10th. Exactly. So that's crazy that it came out a little over a year ago. But that song is one of my favorite K-pop songs ever too. That really put From Us Nine on the map for me because I didn't know too much about them before, and I think the first time I saw them, Love Bomb wasn't even out yet. So. But once Fromus Nine, once they came out with Love Bomb, that was when I was like, okay, I definitely need to start paying attention to this group because this song slaps. I remember I was driving home from playing Magic with my friends one night, and he was like, dude, you need to look up this song right now. And I was like, all right, cool. Because I mean, we sing songs to each other all the time, and as soon as I listened to it, I messaged you back, and I was like, this is the greatest song <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, I remember. I remember, it's really funny because I literally remember that day specifically, I was like working out or something and I kept seeing people post the album art from Love Bomb and it's like a really cool like heart maze type of thing with all the members in it and it's it's just like really artistic and I was like, I should check this out because it looks cool and I'd heard From Us Nine before and I, like none of their music was like super 
like caught me. It was good, but it wasn't like blew my mind. And then I listened to Love Bomb, and I was like, "Holy crap! This is this is the real deal." Like I need to stand these guys and figure out everything about them. All the performance stages were top notch. I I don't know. This is a great era. That's like one of my favorite eras, favorite songs, favorite anything from like any K-pop group ever. It's up there with uh, Fancy by Twice. It is. It's it's definitely one of my all time favorites. If we ever made episode about all-time songs that we love forever love bomb by from us nine will definitely definitely be on that list i feel like they should be due for a comeback eventually i haven't seen any rumors or anything but they came back in june so you think maybe they'll try and come come out with something in the winter i feel like they've got to make at least one comeback another comeback before the year's over because um I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't. They just had, well, they only made one comeback this year, so I don't know what else they'd be doing right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm not really sure. They're one group, too, that they've come to KCON, I think, the last two years, right? Yeah, multiple so, years. So they've come to the United States to perform. I'm just, like, hoping, I don't know, it might be a long shot, but I'm hoping that could mean they could get their own small tour of, like, a few cities. Um, oh, I would sell my soul to go see them. <laughs> That would be so... I think if there was any group I could see right now, if I could pick one, because we've already seen twice, I think I would pick Fromus 9, number one. I think I'd pick Fromus 9. That'd be... I don't know I don't know if I'd pick them over CLC, but... Ah, darn, that's true. It's okay. There's like there. a big tie for first, because I still haven't seen Blackpink either, but Fromus 9 is up there. They'd be so fun to see. They'd be so fun to see live. If CLC was one... Promise Nine is like one point one. One A, right underneath. One A, yeah. CLC would be incredible to see live too. That'd be that'd be so fun. I can only hope that we can get some some K-pop shows coming up here that we can go to. Yeah, same. Us. Let's see. Our next group is well. You're really into these this group, so you can introduce our next group for us. Is it G Idol? Yes. It's G- Idol. 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 Yeah, but. they. I've seen so many different things about their name. I'm not even 100% sure, but the Idol, Idol. Yeah, G Silent, whatever. But they came out, they debuted on May 2nd, 2018 with La Tata. They are from your favorite, Cube Entertainment. They have. They are from Cube. There's one, two, three, four, five, six members. Soyeon, Mini, Shua, Yuki, Sujin, and Miyun. And La Tata was their debut track. And it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I feel like it's, I didn't buy into the hype all the way. What, did I say I mean, your name they, wrong? No, I was saying, it's just funny, because I always tell you how I forget Miyun's in the freaking group. Like, I, if you'd ask me, I'd say there's five members. I always forget that she's there. I swear she's just, like, so quiet all the time. And, and I forget that she's there, too, or, like, in the videos. I'm like, who's this? random person in this video yeah, and that's, like, and that's not a knock on her because she's absolutely gorgeous and really really talented when you pay attention but sometimes i just forget she's there anyways what, what were you saying well i was just saying that when lata talk came out it was really good but i don't think i necessarily bought into the hype that it got because it was like blown up when it came out oh i was going to say i'll be honest with you that's like the most hyped i've ever seen any song by any group uh, ever debut or comeback like i mean it was like off the charts like everybody thought once they debuted that they were just going to bury clc and clc wasn't even going to be a group anymore i thought that because of what people were saying and i was like well these people on the internet 
obviously know more than me. So I was like, crap, <laughs> what does this mean for CLC? I don't want to. Shout out to the Netsons for apparently knowing Dude, everything. they're terrible. Well, not all. They're, forget those people. Be nice. But anyway. Yeah, because that was when CLC wasn't doing anything either. So I was like, crap, Cube debuted G-Idol. Idol. They're going to just, like, crush everyone now, and CLC's going to disband. I honestly thought they were going to disband. That's what everybody thought. They thought it was over. Like, they thought it was, like, this is, like, game seven of the NBA Finals. <laughs> it's just a 100-point blowout. Like, there's no coming back from it. I, I was really nervous for it. But I will say, Latata was still really good. They've had some other songs, too, that have been, you know, pretty solid. But their latest comeback, uh-oh, was was probably my favorite song that they put out so far. I like the old school, like, 90s vibe and feel to it. I'll be honest, I'm not a huge fan of their other stuff they put out. Like, I mean, I listen to it if it comes on and stuff. But I don't know, just their sound, like, whatever they're going for is not, like, my my favorite type of, you know, not really theme, but, uh... No, I get what you're saying. Just, like... I don't know, like concept or yeah, concept vibe, know. all that stuff. But yeah, like, like a lot of people aren't fans of Card because they have that Trop House or yeah. Tropical House, and they weren't a fan of it because it like sounded the same all the time. I'm kind of like that with like Idol. Like it just kind of all has a similar sound to it. That's not like my favorite sound. I think that's well, why I think that's why I liked Uh Oh the most because Latata Han and Senorita. I feel like Latata definitely was really good, but the other ones kind of were just like, eh, this is solid. But Uh Oh was a little different. Like you said, it was kind of more of a like rap, 90s hip hop. And the video was really cool. They're around all these like motorcycles looking super tough and everything, and their outfits were dope. And it really, Soyeon is just so good as the, oh, yeah, the main a, focus of that group. I mean, she, she's great. She just from being on like I'm Pretty Rap Star back in the day and. And on Produce 101, right? Wasn't she on Produce 101? I think she yeah. was. But she yeah. she debuted individually as like a solo artist before. So she had a lot of, you know, followers and a lot of fans. But she's amazing. Like, she is an she's idol. So talented. She's so good. Like, you just, I mean, honestly, we talked about forgetting about me on you. Kind of forget about some of these other members because she literally just, like, takes all your attention with her presence. So, you know, just as, like, on the stage. And you're just, like, watching her do her thing because she's that good. That's what everybody was saying about how they were worried it was going to become, like, Soyeon and Friends. Like, it was just going to be her. Like, no one would pay attention to the other members or they wouldn't gain traction. Because a lot of people were wondering why they even uh, put her in a group and then just debut her as a solo artist. Because she could easily be a solo artist on her own and still do great. Yeah, I mean, she already has. Um, I forgot what her solo song was, but it was really dope. I really liked it. Dude, it's Jelly. Jelly, yes. Jelly Jelly slaps too, dude. Jelly is dope. But that's... With, uh, with Edon. Yeah. God oh, bless man. his soul. God bless his <laughs> He's soul. He's not there anymore either. Shout out Hyuna. But yeah, that song was really good. And it's not even a knock on her. You know, she's not an idol that, you know, tries to take all that attention from everyone else. It's just she's that good and she has that presence that when she's rapping and doing her thing, you're just like, wow, this, this girl's incredible. Up there, she's one of the best 
rappers, oh, yeah. rappers in the game. Definitely. Like, if she were comparing her to, like, a rapper, like, an actual rapper, like, over with, like, a, like, a Jesse or, like, Cheetah or somebody, or, like, other girls in other groups out of the rap uh, position, she's just as good as any of them. Yeah, I agree. She could go toe-to-toe with any rapper in K-pop. She's just so... And she just has, like, that face that's, like, so beautiful, but it's so intense, too. So when she, you know, has a concept that is, like, a heavier rap song or something, like, in Uh-Oh and stuff, it's just like, damn, this girl, this girl's killing it. So, I mean, Soyeon's probably my favorite member. She's most people's favorite member. But, I mean, you know, Shua and Yuki, and they're funny, too. I mean, I know yeah. you like Shua. Like, she's really funny. I was going to say, Yuki's I like really funny because my girl Shua finally got some lines. Yeah, and, uh, really just came out of her shell. <laughs> she she killed it. She killed it. I mean, we watched one of the great Korean variety shows. What's it? Don't wake up, mom, or something like that. Oh, you yeah, have they have to like, do AS, or it's not really ASMR, but they have to like do things they quietly. Over a certain decibel level, <laughs> only like making food and just doing random stuff. It's called like while mom's sleeping or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what the Korean translation to it is, but that's like the English one, and they were so funny on that. It was like Shua Soyeon and. Was it Uki? I the think Uki, so. Yeah. And they had to make like a whole chicken and like boil it. Like and a, it into like a ramen. <laughs> literally like an impossible task to do quietly. And they had to do it. But that was when I was like, wow, like Yuki, Shua, they're really funny too. And they're, you know, obviously, obviously like great members of this group. Mm-hmm. But on from... G Idol, Idol, whatever you want to call it. Who is our next debuting group that we're going to discuss? All right. So if any of our past listeners know, I've been super engulfed in this is, 48. This is your time last, to shine. Like, this is your this time is, to shine. We recently just watched episode, was it four or five? I believe. Watch, no, we watched episode four because we haven't got to the first elimination It yet. was four. It was four. So... There you go. We're on episode four right now, but I'm just so engulfed by Eyes One and Produce 48 <laughs> that it's funny. I went from not knowing all the members of Eyes One to now I know about 90% of all the 97 girls that were on Produce 48, like by name. That's so, a true fan. That is a true fan right there. I mean, we're really, well, I don't know about we. I'm really into it, but, uh, more breaking news on this. As of recently, I've just I always fashioned myself as a Yoonbi bias, and I still love Yoonbi. She's awesome. She's a great leader. She's really cool. But it turns out my bias has chosen me, and that bias is Yena. Woo! Congratulations, everybody! Clap. Woo! Yeah, it is. You she have a bias had, in eyes one. Yeah, she's freaking awesome. She's uh, it's mainly because all the stuff that I've watched. Because when I first decided or thought that uh, my bias would be Yoonbi, it's just from, like, obviously seeing her on, like, random stuff. You know, I didn't really – we didn't, like, watch Produce 48 yet or anything. But after watching Produce 48, I just have always found – I was, like, found myself gravitated toward, like, Yenna. It was, she's, like, hilarious. My favorite thing is how she just does random stuff or, you know, makes, like, bottle-popping noises with her mouth. She's another one that's just kind of really energetic and upbeat all the time. I guess I find myself really gravitated towards that. I mean, um, the bottle popping, that is an extreme talent that only a few people can do. So, shout out her for doing that. Also that, and what really drew me in all the way was when we watched their uh, 
their um, competition performance against the other group. Oh my gosh! When they did very very, and she like at the, and she like bit the heart. <laughs> oh yeah, that was an uh, amazing gifable moment right there. Oh yeah, as her uh, ending fairy, she just bit the heart that she pulled out of her like back pocket. I don't even oh, know where man. it came from, but it was it was awesome. I don't either. But there you go. Here, forever proof that Yen is my bias. What a special day! What a great day for you announce to announce that all for the listeners, man. That's that's you awesome. You heard it here first. Justin only knew about this like a day or two ago. So yeah, I think it's very recent news. This is not something that has been, you know, known for a long time. This is very very recent news. But I you. Definitely know more about Eyes One and Produce Forty Eight than me. I'm getting there, and I will say when we watch the shows, I'm like super. I mean, you can't like not be into it. It's so like thrilling how they edit it and just everything. And you talked a little about about when they did performances, when they split everyone up into performances. I'm pretty sure each group that did a performance could have like debuted as their own individual group and i would have oh, like, loved so them. they were all so good and they make them look so terrible in the show and they're like crying and falling over and like can't even do anything and then they do the performance and you're like wow why is this not a debuting group that's like so popular here yeah i don't know it's wild they literally make them seem like hot trash like oh they can't sing or dance <laughs> or you're never gonna be able to debut if you keep doing stuff like that and then i have no idea what the time lapse is between practicing and actually going on the stage to perform. But every single one of the groups could, I based on that performance could have just debuted and like been a group. I think so. I think so. I mean, it was, I mean, and that's even including a ton of girls that eventually get eliminated, but they were all so, I thought they were all so good. Oh, I was, I did too. I'm like, wow. I really thought that it's bad when the worst part of all the performances was, Gary's like voice cracking, trying to hit that high note, and she still debuted in another group and is doing great. She was already debuted in Fromus Nine, and you know she went on to Produce Forty Eight, and yeah, she she missed a note in Peekaboo, which it was. I mean, it wasn't you know perfect, but it was still good, and but she still killed it the rest of the way, and it was such a good performance. I I didn't even like. I didn't even know. I guess because the fans voted, I didn't even see. I couldn't even have picked one group to win over the other because they were all just so good. Also, shout out to all the stylists on that show because they made them all look so good. Like, all their outfits were on point. Their makeup looked great. Their hair looked great. Man. They're just beautiful, pretty much just beautiful people everywhere because there are so many of them, but they're all just just lovely, very talented, very talented people. I think... uh, Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I think... Like you said, how you gravitate toward the idols. I think for me so far, after watching it so far, has been Minju, which, you know, Loki, maybe not the most talented, but she's absolutely gorgeous, so I think she caught my eye right away. Um, Haiwan, too, is another one that's just like a very, very pretty person. So I think so far, those are kind of my two runnings for my Eyes 1 um, um, bias so far, so far. Okay, that's perfect. So I was just gonna ask you who your bias was, or if you had one yet. Oh yeah, I definitely think. I mean, it was Minju at first, and then High One. So I think it's definitely between them, them two so far. Um, but I was looking up some research about just Eyes One, and I was reading something about Yumbi, and it says she was in a group before. She like did debut in a group called like Yeah. I've never heard of them. I don't even know how I long either. they lasted. And 
but she left it in like 2014 and her stage name was kazoo and i was like wow that is just a bold stage name i i was like okay it's probably best that she probably best that she got out of that situation because i don't think i'd want my freaking name to be kazoo (laughs) i mean hey Whatever, yeah, how you living. whatever I whatever works, I guess. But um, so what? What are their some of their songs? They don't have like a ton because they're obviously still kind of new. But what are some of their songs? That and they also split time between Japan and Korea, so they have some Japanese singles that True. I don't have listed on here. True. Um, but their debut song was La Vey and Rose. definitely another episode later where we talk more in depth about actually the whole group after we finish watching all the episodes because there's a lot of personal drama attached to this song that i feel like maybe maybe not give them a fair shake of how good they actually were and appreciating it when it came out because we actually were listening to it when it came out yeah i remember i remember definitely Streaming this song. There's a lot of song. drama between them and a certain you, other group. I mean, that you kind of, really you kinda, low key kind of hated this song when it came out because of this drama. And, and I it was right, it so bad. rightfully so. I stopped listening to it because I was on board with your cause. I was, I agreed. But I don't know if the listeners know what I'm talking about, but we'll get we'll into that later. It. That's like a topic we'll, for another yeah, day. Yeah, that is a topic for another day. But yeah, I remember streaming this. And then you telling me what was kind of going down. I was like, all right, I'm done with these guys. I think that's honestly why I never really got too much in the eyes one was because uh, of that. Well, same here. I definitely think that's a reason I never got behind it to begin with. Because I watched the video. I saw the video. I saw the debut and everything. I watched the whole thing. I'm like, wow, oh, the song's kind of cool. But I even have a message I sent you. I'm sure we could find it on our phone. It says, I refuse to ever support <laughs> Eyes One and their ill-gotten gains. And I'm never listening to the song ever again. It was a dramatic time. But like, I we, mean, it was, it was bad. It was a dramatic time, but we have taken time in between them to reflect on our thoughts and our actions, and we have come to where we are now, and that is loving Eyes One and all the members and Produce 48 as a whole, and it is, it is in the end of the day, a really kick-ass song. It's a very good song. I may enough to admit when I'm wrong, <laughs> I was wrong, and I just want to, if you listen to this, I love you. It's a it's a good song. It's probably my favorite song that they've had so far. I oh, mean, I, it's so good. It came on the it comes on my like playlist all the time when I'm like driving. Right. And it like makes me happier than anything in the entire world. Yeah. That and the uh, pick me by uh. Oh, there. Shout out to that because people. I mean, it's impossible to be to beat Produce 101 the first with the girls. That pick me is like the goat. You cannot surpass that. It's like a legend, but the pick me for Produce Forty Eight was really good, and people were hating on it at first. I remember, and I listened to it, and I was like, "This is really solid. Like this song kicks butt." Yeah, he sent it to me, and he's like, "Yo, this new pick me is actually." I was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna listen to it." I'm like, "Yeah, it's not bad." Yeah, I was like, "This is solid," and seeing them, it's just one of those things too. Since we're, you know, you know all the members, I'm learning the members, and once you learn them and have your favorites and figure out their personalities and everything, you just like the songs that much more because you actually know the people. Like, seeing them sing their own parts, even if it's just, like, one line, and, like, 
makes me smile so big. So you guys know, for the longest time, the ringtone on my phone was Pick Me from uh, Produce One. IOI, yeah. And recently, within the last week, I changed my ringtone to Pick Me by Produce 40. It was, it was a week ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Because I was like, like, hey, you should just change this to the new one. And you're like, yeah, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, so I really just made the full switch. Like, man, just turned, just turning was everything I believed in. Totally yeah, worth it. I mean, it's it's really good. It's really good. Um, they came out with another Korean comeback on April 1st in 2019, so not that long ago. Yeah, there with, was a gap in between because they released some Japanese songs, but then yeah. they came back with a Violetta on April 1st. Yeah, so. that song was solid. Yeah, it, it wasn't was, bad. It was not, I'm not going to say I like, loved it so much and it was my favorite, but it was a solid song. The video is very cool, and they, they, they look very cool. It's, you know, it's a very like artsy kind of cute video in a way, but it, it it's cool. It's a, it's a good song. You know what? I just love everything that's to do with Produce 48 and Eyes 1. I just want to go support all you 97 bought, of the girls. Tell shows. everyone tell tell everyone about you bought uh the album. You bought Oh yeah, I did buy the album the other day. Colorized, so, right? Yeah. It was a great purchase. I should have bought the other four copies that were there. You should have. But you know, bills, adult stuff. <laughs> next time. Next time. Maybe maybe next time. But yeah, so if anyone wants to talk to me about uh Produce 48, just make sure you don't spoil anything past Episode four. We're going to watch all of it, and we're just literally going to keep talking about them every episode because I think we've managed to do that from our first episode up until now. I, I think, think even so I think even last episode, which we talked about guy groups, we still talked about Produce 48 somehow, so we will oh. always find a way to mention them. And I'm going to be going back down to Springfield this weekend for um, some family stuff. So, so you better we'll probably, believe some we'll episodes. probably get in a couple episodes. <laughs> You well, better believe some episodes half, are getting watched. They're two and a half hours long. So they're really long. That we need to, we like pause halfway and make a trip to Walmart to get drinks to hydrate and food to stay alive. But it's totally worth it because the episodes, they're so good. They're so good. If I didn't have to sleep, I would just watch all the episodes in a row. Oh, I know. I know. If I had like time, I, I would try and do it. But Jang Wan Young was the winner, right? She was the winner. Wan Wan Young. Wan Young. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's the winner. Won. She's, she's only fifteen. One. Just a youngin out there representing. But I guess Somi was super young when she won for the. I'm pretty sure Kang Daniel was pretty young too. They just. I guess the the voters are are fans of the younger group members or whatever. Well, I mean that is a big thing over there in Korea. They love their youth. It's true. And then Chaeyun, notable member because she is the sister of Cher. Chair Young from Chair Young. I just never can say that. Chair Young. I like hear it, but I can't say it. But she is the it's sister. The, it's that R that's thrown in there. It's just ridiculous. But she is the sister of her, and she is an Itzy. So that's pretty okay. cool. There you go. Speaking of Itzy. What a transition I, by me. <laughs> as much as I love Eyes One, please tell the people about a group you love that debuted this year. It is Itzy, the JYP powerhouses themselves. They are a how many member? Five member group that debuted on February 11th, 2018 with It's Different and Dala Dala as their title track.
and it is so good. Oh, it was amazing. It was. It, was, it is incredible. Go all out and talk about it. You tried to sneak I, it into the comeback episode. I, so I yeah, I know. I didn't know the rules, chance. but I didn't. I didn't know what to expect from um, JYP and what he was going to go with here because obviously we had twice. So I was pretty much thinking we might just get a twice with less members because twice is obviously so successful and he's maybe just trying to replicate that and, you know, maybe just have some younger members to try and get a younger audience. I don't really know, but I didn't know what to expect. And then the teasers came out for Dala Dala and it just looked so cool. And then once the song finally came out, it was even completely different than what I thought it was going to be, but I was just like hooked right away. I mean, it was such their own sound. I, it wasn't like Twice at all, which I was really happy about because obviously Twice does their own thing and now Itzy does their own thing. And I think that's one of the best parts is that they're such completely different groups from the same company. But Dala Dala was just an absolute banger. One of my favorite songs ever. One of my favorite debuts ever. And I've just been, I've been a really big fan of them literally since they've debuted. Like this isn't one that we learned about later. I've been a fan of Itzy. We both have the day they came out. I remember when the song came out, I was up before you. Well, because I'll go to work before you go to work. Yeah. And I listened to it and I messaged you and was like, yo, this is about to win so many awards. And it did. Oh my gosh. It won so many awards. I don't know how many, but it was, it won a ton of show awards. I'm not really sure the number. It was a lot though. They dominated with this song. The limit doesn't exist. And for the members, they, yeah, I was right. They have five, Yeji, Leah, Rujin, Cheryong, and Yuna, who is the Makne. And they're all great and all wonderful. And that's that's another group that's just, like, hard to have a bias because I like all the members so much. They're all so talented. They're all visuals. They can all dance. They can all sing. It's ridiculous. And their music videos are really cool, too, because they're so in your face and they have so many different colors and so many different effects. And it's, it's just cool that JYP has really given them and the girls have really taken the opportunity to just have their own style and own type of music, you know? Yeah. They all have like their different like vibes and charisma to them. So, you know, they're not like all cookie cutter, like being the same, I guess, essentially idols just together in a group. Like they're all completely different from each other. And it's pretty cool. And Cherung was on 16, so, you know, people knew about her because of the show. And then didn't Regen, she won, like, first place on Mix 9 or something for the girls? She, she did. She, she, she had, like, was, first like, place. vote getter for the girls. That's crazy. Yeah, so she had a good following, too. So, obviously, there was definitely some hype with them being in the group. But Oh, and uh, um, Yeji's also been known as just, like, JYP's, like, secret weapon. Like, his, like, just secret project he's been having done in the dungeon that they're just waiting <laughs> for you know her to debut and everyone's just like anticipating it and i mean she's been killing it too she's gotta be to me anyway she's one of the best dancers i think in guy or girl groups right now i mean she's just absolutely she just kills it when she dances and she's such a good performer such a beautiful human being just like all of them are but they're they're just so fun i think she would i'd probably call her my bias i really like yuna too 
She was like initially my bias was you know with the the teaser and her little part that she does in Dala Dala that's like the best. But I think Yuna and Yeji probably my biases right now in Itzy so far. I definitely say my bias is Leah. Yeah. Leah's awesome, man. She's so good. She's such a good singer. Oh, she's so beautiful and she's so talented. I think she's kind of underrated compared to the other members because the other members are kind of, you know, like really well known as being like really good dancers or uh, really good vocalists. But she, she's like her own type of talent. She's just really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think she fits in with the group really well, too. She's kind of more soft-spoken, but she's really funny. And like I said I before, love her smile. She yeah, nice she's smile. just, like, such a nice... She just looks like she'd be so nice. Like, just literally come up to be... Yeah, just, like, come up to you and be like, hey, I hope you're having a good day. Like, is anything wrong? Do you want to talk about it? Like, she'd be such a great therapist because she just has that vibe. But she's just, like, so nice and kind and only wants the best for everyone. But... They they actually came back, Itzy came back in July, a week after we saw Twice, actually, on July 29th with It's Icy, and Icy was the title track of that, that comeback album. that and then messaging you and be like this is gonna win so many awards and it did they dominate everyone they i mean the people love itsy man the people love itsy they've they've been killing it since their debut and it's really exciting to know that they pretty much just came out so we they have such a bright future still ahead of them and and what they can do also with itsy i know it was kind of controversial for a while because a lot of people said that Somi was supposed to be in that group before she ultimately left um, JYP to go uh, to... It was the YG Black label, right? Yes. Um, but to be 100% honest with you, I'm glad she's not in that group because they don't need her to be in that group because she was such a big polarizing name that I feel like it would have taken away from the rest of the members. Kind of like how uh, Soyon debuted with... Uh, idol and everybody thought it was just going to be like Soyon and the other members of the group, you know, but without Somi there, it's just the five of them able to be like themselves and just be itsy without having to worry about the popularity of Somi, like overshadowing the rest of the group. Yeah, I, I agree a hundred percent. And that's not a knock on Somi at all. Obviously she deserves all of her fame and attention that she gets because she's also an incredible idol. But I think for itsy, they're just a group of five that works perfectly. They're a perfect starting five. They don't need Somi to be popular because they're obviously so popular globally already with, with the members that they have. And, I mean, they've already come to the United States. They're going on a tour in the winter. Hopefully we can see them like um, an It's Itsy tour. I don't know. I guess it's like an introduction to them. But they've shown how popular they are. They already have a few comebacks hopefully they came back in july so maybe we'll get a winter comeback with with them i'm hoping so because i i feel like they're due and i could always use more itsy in my life yeah it's great they're 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 really good so that moves on to then we'll move on to our next 
group who I don't think we know the most about, but we really do like. And I think still, this is going to be our last group we talked this about. This is our last really group haven't. on the day so far of girl groups that have debuted the past two years that we listened to. But our last group is Everglow. Yes, Everglow. They actually debuted on March 18th, 2019 with Bonbon Chocolate. And it's funny because I had no idea they were a group that was actually debuting or they were doing anything at all, to be honest with you. And the only way I found out about them was by all the fan accounts blowing them up, saying that we should stand Everglow or like people are sleeping on Everglow. And I'm like, who is this Everglow people? And uh, I looked into them and listened to them. I'm like, wow, this song's really great. Like, I have never heard of this, like, this group. Like, I didn't know anything about this. So I don't know if it's like, poor promotions by their company or they just got lost in the shuffle like a lot of groups do but man they had a really good debut song and it blew them up like that like literally put them on the map that's like exactly how i found out about them too i think they're from some like chinese entertainment company i don't know that like works in korea i'm not 100 percent sure but i literally heard nothing of everglow before their debut i never even heard the name or saw the name anywhere and then, They're from Stone Entertainment. Yeah, Stone Entertainment. I, I looked them up, and I think that's like a collab-type entertainment thing. But... I, but um, UI Entertainment. Yeah, I think it's like a... They like, I don't really know all the details. Uh, it's like a collab thing. But... I, I Like I said, I, I had no idea who any of the people... I do know, for all those people interested, full circle, <laughs> at... Uh, Sion and Yurin both were with Yenna in uh, Produce 48. Like, that was a Stone Entertainment group of girls that went to be trainees on Produce 48. Yes. Yenna got chosen to be in Eyes One, where the other two members got eliminated in the second to last eliminations. And they ultimately ended up being in the group uh, Everglow. So it worked out for both of them. I think it was a win win for both situations. I just think it was funny because Sion got 27th place and then urine got 28th place. So they literally finished like right by each other too. So it was like only appropriate that the members of Everglow finished right by right behind each other in the produce 48, the produce 48 final votings or whatever it was. But I bonbon chocolate or whatever. How do you ever you pronounce it? That song was incredible. Like, that was a really good song. That is my type of K-pop music, just the hard trap beats, almost like the Blackpink-esque kind of style. But I thought that song was really good, and I still listen to it all the time. And Oh, yeah, I listen to it all the time, too. Yeah, that, like you said, that song just put them on the map big time. I mean, I know they, like, they, I think, I don't know, did they, they were supposed to come to K-Con. I don't know if they did because of some issues, but... I just know people loved them on the internet. People loved them on Instagram, and that's that's how I found out about them. And I listened to it, and I was like, "Dang, this this is really good." I need to I need to start paying attention to this this group. And I think going forward, Everglow will be a group that I really, really you know pay attention to and like going down the road. Also, fun fact for you just found out here that I didn't realize: 
But remember, Onda actually uh, took part in um, Idol School. Oh, yeah. She got 40th place. So good job for her. So there you go. Full circle. We got Promise 9 alumni here, and we've got Produce 48 alumni here. So it's just building. I mean, just that equals a really awesome group if you can add those to, to the mix. There is also one girl in the group. I believe it's Asia. That looks so much like Somi, it's ridiculous. Really? Yeah, remember I pointed out to you when you were watching him on uh Oh, that's Weekly right, Idol. when they were on Weekly Idol. Yeah, yeah, she really did. She really did. I wish on that episode it was almost just them because I feel like the members didn't get enough. Because it was like a multi-group episode, so not all the members got all the screen time. And since I was trying to learn about Everglow, that was like not the best introduction Oh, yeah, she does look like Somi. Like That's she, weird. Like her sister or something Just like that. Just some kind of relative. That's really crazy. But, um, yeah. That's that's really weird. I never... I, I don't know. I didn't really notice that. But it's kind of creepy now. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, I follow... I think I follow probably a little more than you do. Just because I'm super into, like, EU. She's super cool. So yeah, she's, she's really awesome. She's like a powerhouse, man. I think she's the leader of the group. Yeah, she is. And uh, not only that, but I follow all the girls from Produce 48 and two of them yeah. in the group. So. Yeah. I really liked Yiren when uh, we watched Weekly Idol. She's the Machne. She was really sweet. Um, I think that was initially – she's initially starting to, to be my my bias in Everglow. Another one of the members that's really sneaking up on me, if my bias is EU – my yeah. bias record is going to have to be Mia because she is gorgeous. Yeah, they're all very, they're all really talented and they all really can dance because that's just with their title tracks that they put out. They came out with Adios in August, on August 19th. Was their like second title track they put out? They they're both kind of like heavier rap songs, so they need a lot of dancing. And these girls just kill it when they when they perform. Oh, they can dance. Yeah, they're really they good. Dance. They're really good. I mean, they're they've obviously been trained super well because they're so talented when it comes to performing. They could be uh, this next year if they keep on the right track. They could be one of the bigger groups going into. Now, going into 2020. I think so. They definitely have the appeal and the popularity with people knowing some of the other members from the shows and stuff. And with the other members being super strong as well and their music being good, it, I mean, that only equals success. I mean, I think people people really start to pay attention to them. I also think that people just love rooting for the underdog. And they're yeah. like from a smaller company. Yeah. So I could definitely see people hopping on their uh, stand wagon and... Uh, get behind Everglow. I did see that they just got their first win the other day on a music show, so... Good for them. They're already doing better than CLC. CLC, it took how many years? Like four. That's that's solid. That's solid. At least they did win a couple, though. That would be so sad if they pulled the old um, nine muses and just had a goose egg in the wins column. R.I.P. R.I.P. 
one of these days we're gonna have a whole episode dedicated to how awesome nine muses was and <laughs> i can't believe people just did not support them like they should have and just them not winning one award for all their awesome songs it just doesn't make any sense the, lo- the world is just not a it's, you know it's not all sunshine and rainbows it's a cruel place out there the fact that wild didn't even win one award is the biggest crime in k-pop history it's pretty bad it's pretty. Like, it was such a good song. I mean, I still jam to that song all the time. It was a pretty, pretty good song. We'll have to do an entire episode on. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll we'll go more about our underrated songs that we <laughs> like. That's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, we can we can save a lot of Nine Muses for that episode. Which might honestly just turn into an entire episode about Nine Muses. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sorry. <laughs> no, Nine Muses was awesome, and all like the 75 members that they had at like certain points in time. But I think that I think that, I think that kind of wraps it up for our groups, man. Our yeah, debuting sorry, girl uh, groups. If we left anybody out, we know there's more. We're sorry. We don't listen to them much. We promise we'll try. Give us recommendations because we're always down to try and listen to new people. Um, but we just can't cover everyone on one episode. So those are just our picks so far. There's also a lot of groups that just get swept up and, you know, with the other groups, and not everybody can be a winner, so... It's true. I mean, and I'll check out a lot of debuting groups or girl groups, and, you know, if the song the songs are good, but if they don't necessarily blow me away, kind of like Everglow did, like you said, you kind of forget about them or put them lower on the list, so you're not necessarily going to pay attention a ton when there's other songs or other members or other groups that you, you know, like first. Like, chances are, we've actually listened to the girl groups you probably are going to recommend to us, and they just weren't as good as the other ones. Yeah, I mean. maybe just not our favorite, but who knows? Maybe down the line, they'll have a song. Because I know From Us 9, initially, that music wasn't necessarily my favorite. It wasn't really until Love Bomb, but after Love Bomb, hey, they're one of my favorite groups in all of K-pop. I mean, I actually like the other songs. Like, I mean, I don't not like them. They're just, they're just not... I mean, like, Love Bomb... Good. Love Bomb Love, is like... Love, I will say Love Bomb was something completely different from the other... Yeah. The other songs they put out were kind of like, I guess, fairy idol, kind of, you know, innocent, more like that kind of sound, like a G-Friend or like a a group like that, you know, like a Lovelies. And then Love Bomb and Fun were something completely different from what yeah. those other ones were. So I could definitely see where you'd be more interested in that than like the other stuff, but I do enjoy the other stuff too. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still good. It's just there's so much content in K-pop with all the groups and all the songs. You know, like you said, every group or every song can't necessarily be a winner, so it is when songs stick out like that, it just is like, okay, now I'm really going to start paying attention because this song really caught me on and now I'm going to like stand this group, but. Hey, what do I always tell you? If every pork chop was perfect the first time, we wouldn't have hot dogs. And that is the perfect way to end this episode. I am Justin Turneau. That's Brian Limper throwing out the wisdom. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, kpopkimchi101 on Instagram, kpopkimchi podcast on Twitter. My Instagram is justintohb. Follow me. Talk about kpop. Dude, what's your social medias? Uh, my Instagram is uh, FogRawTOHB, so F-O-G-R-A-W-T-O-H-B. That's like where you can reach me at. If you message me, I'll answer you back. Also, uh, 
CLC announced they're having a full album comeback in the winter. So hey, that's awesome. That. I didn't even Thank see you, that. Shout, when when shout is out it? To Soren for dropping that knowledge for us. That's awesome. Uh, I don't really remember off the top of my head, but she did say that they're going to have another another comeback. A full before the full album year. too. That's what she said. Hopefully that's true. Hopefully we will be doing a full in-depth, maybe multiple part series on the CLC album. So everyone get excited for that whenever that happens. Yeah, so everybody go support them. They need it. CLC fighting. Adios. Peace. Later. Later.